Today on At The Bar, Braden and I will be going over a week one recap. We'll be talking about everything that happened this week one. We'll be going over injuries, some players that were hungover, some studs of the week, our favorite waiver pickups, and at the end we'll just go over and touch on our betting recap for the week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and download. Cheers. Welcome to At The Bar. I'm your host, Matthew Derice. Here's my co-host, Brayden Trahan. And today, week one is officially in the books. Right, Brayden? Yep. So, to start off today... We hope y'all won, by yes, the way. Yes, we hope you won a lot of money on betting. I was upset because I didn't win all 10 of my leagues, but that's nearly impossible. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I dropped two, two games this week. And fun fact for you, I hate the ESPN uh, Fantasy app, and both leagues that I have on the ESPN Fantasy app, I lost. It's ass. I'm not going to lie. I think not. I'm not going to lie. The fucking ESPN app is ass. Yahoo's probably the best fucking app. I'm not gonna no, lie. Sleeper. Even I like Sleeper, I but Sleeper. I, if you haven't if you haven't used Sleeper, yeah, it's Yahoo. very confusing. And I, I hate people that's like, oh, ESPN's the best. No, it's just because you're Fuck a child, me. and they they Grow don't up. have they don't have uh, Yahoo. Yeah, the Yahoo Mail. All right, just interrupt it. <laughs> yeah, come on, mom. <laughs> All right, so let's just say one thing first. Uh, we're filming this at about seven o'clock on a Monday. So next uh next episode on Thursday is whenever we will talk about Monday night football because Monday night football hasn't happened yet. Correct. So today, uh let's just get right into it. Mm-hmm. Which what what stuck out from the games this week to you? I'm gonna start off with this. Okay. Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> underrated. Bills overrated. Mm. I just think, I just think the Steelers are they just have, they have no that run underrated. Game. Yeah. Titans overrated. Titans yes got, yes Taylor Taylor yes. Lewan got exposed, and Kyler Murray is gonna be your fantasy MVP this year. Cardinals, great stud. Hey, Kyler Murray might win MVP this year. I just said that. Did you? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I really uh, wasn't paying attention. Uh, also, uh, surprisingly, Justin Herbert played decent against, against Washington. Yeah. You he, know had, really he had a touchdown and an interception, but Eckler didn't get a single target in the passing game, which kind of worries me. That does. He did get a <clears> touchdown, though. So. Yeah, he did. He was still he was still balling out a little bit. Uh, Sam Darnold helped out the Jets this week, which is not something that we should be hearing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you going to talk about your bad beat? Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh, Texans, hey. Patrick Mahomes, still the best quarterback in the league. Tyreek Hill, still the best receiver in the league. No, D-Hop. Did you see that catch in the back of the end zone? Did you see that 75-yard touchdown by Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Yeah. He's the fastest for sure. <laughs> hey, Tyrod Taylor, told you. Don't be surprised if he, if he balls. Hey, can somebody explain what the fuck the Packers were doing? What is Aaron Rodgers doing? What is Devontae Adams doing? Devontae Adams was getting shut down. Aaron Jones? What the fuck? Saints have one of the best run defenses in the league. Dude had like three points. No. No. 
we, we're going to get into the hangovers in a little while. That's Bengals. Nuts. Joe Burrow. Hey, guess what? Jamar Chase could catch a football. Who would have thought? Now he can. Yeah. He was he was playing a little game with y'all. Saints. Saints played good. Saints played very, very Jabo. good. Jabo. Jabo. He did. LASIK eye surgery. Five touchdowns. Hundred, Not even 150 yards. <laughs> that's, that's That blows my mind because he went 14 for 20 with like, I think, 146 148. Yards. 148 <laughs> and five touchdowns. <laughs> 49ers might be one of the best teams in the NFL. No. What? False. No. No. The Chiefs. They they I said one of the oh, best teams. Okay. Okay. Seahawks. They looked like the Seahawks should look. Yeah. They probably had one of the most balanced offensive attacks. I feel like if Carson Wentz was decently healthy, it would have been a better game. Yeah, because the Colts offensive line even got trashed. Like, Quentin Nelson, understand, hey, you want to be a man and come back? But just sit out a few weeks until you're healthy. The Seahawks, uh, a defensive line and offensive line, they're always huge. Yeah. They may not be, like, great, but they're always huge. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. Patriots and Miami game was uh, interesting, to say the least. That was so boring to watch. Yeah. Very, it, what was it, 17, 16? 16, correct. Yeah. And my boy, Harris, fumbled for <laughs> damn that hurt. Broncos uh, Bron- looked very Teddy, good. Teddy B keeping his streak alive. I believe he is eleven and three against the spread as a road uh, favorite. Which hey, it's always good. That's good. Hey, and and that was one of my that was one of my uh, yes, it, bets this yes, week. Yes, it was. And guess what? Matthew Stafford, possibly one of the greatest football the, throwers. The Ram the Rams this year might be top three. They might go undefeated. Uh, no, mm. because, dude, their division's yeah, so their hard. Yeah, their division, definitely. But too hard to go undefeated. Jalen Ramsey was playing like freaking Isaiah Simmons this week. They, I swear to God, they lined him up at linebacker once. You sure it wasn't slot? No. Jalen like Ramsey? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. He played there. He played free safety once. He played linebacker. Oh, so they were using him everywhere. No, like he was going where... No, Damn. They, they weren't using him. He was doing whatever the fuck he wanted. <laughs> So McVay's like, fuck, fuck it, it. Jalen. <laughs> you do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> you run this team now. Yeah. So either that or Aaron Donald was like, get the fuck on the fucking ball. Aaron get on Donald. the get on the linebacker side. Aaron Donald, very good at the football. Yeah. He didn't get a sack till late though. But he still Yeah, was. yeah, yeah. No, he is. David Montgomery looked really good. Yeah, he did. He had like eighteen I, points. Yeah. He did. He looked, he looked pretty good. I uh, feel like he can do better though. Like I mean, you're going against. Yeah, yeah, I understand the Rams. Yeah. Uh, so I believe that's. Everything I just, we I just want to talk about. I just want to say yep. that Broncos actually won twenty-seven to seven. That last touchdown that they had literally came with like, they just let Daniel Jones walk in. Listen, hey, hey, the game does not end until there's four zeros up on that scoreboard. You hear me? Well, it was. It literally was zero zero zero, and he just walks in. Well, that's and they were only like, three. All right, fuck it. We nope, won. That's anyway. only three. You need four zeros. It was zero 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 zero. That's four. Okay. All right. Let's move on. That's everything for the week one games. So, uh, today's episode, I will be tooting my horn a lot. <laughs> a toot toot. Because, both of us. Yeah, both, both of us. us. We had some pretty good calls. We also had, well, 
one bad call. We're just letting y'all know what the fuck we said. Yeah. Why y'all should listen to us just because yeah. we're right 99% of the time. And if you... I lie, maybe not 99%. And if you have a problem with me tooting my horn, well, guess what? Get the fuck out. <laughs> At least download and then get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Press play, then just put us on mute, let it play through, then get the fuck out. Yeah, either that or just download and just get the fuck out. Or I don't give stay a fuck, honestly. Yeah, me neither. All right, so some key injuries for this week. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's being placed on IR for three weeks. Yes. Uh, hip injury. Mostert out for at least eight weeks. Eight weeks. Uh, Makai Becton. Left tackle. Left tackle for the Jets. Yes. Uh, is going to have surgery to clean up his knee. He's going to be out four to six weeks. Jerry Judy. High ankle sprain. Good thing is, did you see it? Did you no. S- did you see it? No. It was just like Dak's in- uh, ankle. Huh? It was just like Dak's ankle injury. I thought it was broken. If oh. you if you he landed on it, Brr. like somebody tackled him and like pulled him down, mm-hmm. and he like landed awkwardly, and like his his leg slid under. So like kind of like mine. I, I guess I didn't see it. <laughs> was you know, it waving to him? I was in. It was waving to you. The ankle. No, like no. it was just like it looked like it was broken. Whenever, right whenever it happened, it looked like. Good thing it wasn't broken. He's only out yeah. six to eight X-ray weeks. X-ray was negative. Yeah. He's out six to eight weeks with a high ankle sprain. Jason Verrett tore his ACL, starting cornerback for the 49ers. Uh, Odell was a healthy scratch this week. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't a healthy, healthy scratch. scratch. I think they were just playing precaution. And he needs to shut the phone. That's terrible. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. He they gave him one last go uh in warm ups and evidently they he felt something or they felt that he wasn't ready to go. So he didn't play. Well, Guess that, what? It didn't really look like they needed him until about the fourth quarter. Well, they didn't really they didn't fucking throw the ball. Cleveland did not throw the ball. That's the bad part. Yeah. But and they I mean, didn't have to. The yeah, way they, the game the way the game was going, they literally were up by what, seventeen points at one point almost? It was. I don't. I don't think it got that bad. But they had took a yeah, yeah. a pretty commanding lead. Yeah. But he's. They should. He. He's gonna be back next right. week. Right. And then uh, Marshawn Lattimore, his pin was so heavy whenever he was signing his contract at half, <laughs> that uh, he came back with his right wrist. Uh, I thought that was cast. very very weird that he. Um, it was like probably thirty minutes after the game. I'm telling you, he and had I to got the signed, notification where he, he signed he, it he during halftime. <laughs> he had to. But he's probably he's uh two two big names for the Saints defense is Lattimore and then um wow hmm Davenport okay <laughs> two name two big names for the Saints defense uh is Lattimore and Davenport Davenport messed up his pec Lattimore messed up his hand and he also had that lingering knee injury don't know how long they'll be out yet. Okay. You have any other injuries? No, that's I, that's mainly the. I'd say a pretty pretty major. good week. Yeah, I, mean, I understand. There wasn't big names. Oh, except for... Jeff Okuda. Oh, Jeff Okuda oh, yeah. ruptured his Achilles. The Lions. Yep. Cornerback. Cornerback. Yeah. And they need. That's a big blow. <laughs> they need all the help that they could get on defense. Man, that defense is about to be even more ass. Yeah. So, but that's we had a good week injury wise. Nobody correct. compared to ex- last compared oh, yeah. to last year's week one. This last was year's week one was like atrocious. Saquon 
fucking Nick Bosa, uh, Joey Bosa, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon. Yeah, I already said Saquon. Oh, but everybody, everybody was hurt. But this this week we only got Jerry Judy. Basically, that's probably the and Fitzpatrick and Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I mean everything else. I mean Beckton's gonna affect Zach Wilson because he already didn't have anybody to block for him. Yeah, he's. That's gonna be a a hurt to Core Davis too. Dude, he looked good. He looked, yeah, he did. All we right. can go. We can go to our. So this hangovers. is a segment we're gonna call it Hangovers, which is, as you would think, these are guys that you most likely started this week, and they look like they had too much to drink the night before the game. Yeah, because they sucked. Yeah, underperformed. As I'm gonna we go with. Say. I'm gonna go with my three quarterbacks first. <clears throat> okay. That underperform. I have Matt Ryan. Yeah. I have. We probably have the same ones. Yeah, honestly, we have Matt Ryan. I have Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, and Ryan Tannehill. Who do you have? Aaron Rodgers, Baker Mayfield, and Matt and uh, Matt Ryan. Okay, so, so Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he shit the bed. Yeah, the negative and simple negative point six eight points. But which? Well, I have him at one point three points. It it it, it it doesn't matter. It's terrible. It, yeah, under ten is horrible. Matt Ryan, seven point. Yeah, seven point three, like horrible. And then I have Ryan Tannehill, who he still had a good stat line. He had thirteen points. He threw for a touchdown, and he also threw an interception. And he rushed for a touchdown, but he also had two fumbles. But going into this game, me and Brayton talked about it all week leading up to it. This was supposed to be one of the highest scoring games this week, and yeah. he on he he puts up thirteen point one eight points, which yeah. you're not pissed off with, but he still underperformed everybody's projections. But uh, Arizona's defense looked fucking good. They looked really good, and they were the top scoring defense this week. I didn't think they were gonna. I didn't think they were gonna come out like that. Nobody did. Derrick Henry, <laughs> whatever. Speaking Baker of- Mayfield. Okay, so what what we learned is that Browns are running the fuck out of the ball. Yeah. No matter what. Mm-hmm. I, they were playing the Chiefs this week, and we thought that they were going to fucking throw the ball and throw the ball, throw the ball. Just because they're playing the Chiefs, they're going to have to play keep up. They ran the fuck out of the ball. The game script didn't go like it was supposed to, though. Well, I think uh, game script or not, I think they're still running the fuck out of the ball. I mean, whenever you have a lead against the Chiefs, so it was... It was twenty two to ten at one point at halftime. It was twenty two to ten. Yeah. So I mean, if I'm the Browns, if I get the ball back, I'm gonna run the ball and especially yeah, but when you, you have Nick Chubb running all over him like he was. No, I completely understand why they why they running the ball, mm-hmm. but like even with a lead against the yeah, against the, the Chiefs, Chiefs is the Chiefs. You have to. You're keep only scoring. up by two possessions. Right. Like you, you can't have to keep scoring. You have to. You there's no if ands or buts. You have to keep scoring. To beat Patrick Mahomes. Agreed. That's the only way to beat him. Agreed. Uh, running backs. I'll, I'll start go, with this. Yeah, because I was very wrong about James Robinson. Yeah. I have James Robinson, Derrick Henry, and Najee Harris. And, okay, so with James Robinson, he split carries. Well, actually, he was outtouched by, by Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde had 11 touches, and Robinson had 8 touches. Now, granted, they both shit the bed, but... 
that's worry that's worrisome of like a whole lot. Mm-hmm. If you have James Robinson, that's very worrisome. Yeah, if you can't if you can't exceed expectations against the Texans, I don't know if that comes from a coaching problem or just a personnel problem, but that wasn't good. My three, I have Najee Harris, Zeke, and Barkley. Three guys that you're drafting in the first two rounds, you're projecting to get 15-plus points every week out of them. And well, I had a feeling that Barkley was going to come I out did too. slow anyway. I did too. But how many, how many rushing attempts he had? Ten for 25 yards. Yeah, I, I would... Three targets, one reception for one yard. Yeah. He only had 3.7 points. They were they were limiting him. I, I did know that they were going to limit him, but I still thought that he'd at least put up 10 points. Yeah. Zeke, 11 rushes, 33 yards, two targets, two receptions, six yards, 5.9 points. And Najee Harris looked atrocious. Yeah. He got the volume. He had 16 he had, rushes, yeah, yeah. 45 yards, one reception on three targets for four yards, and he only scored 5.9 PPR points. But they were playing the Bills. Yeah, the Bills. The Bills. The front Bills is, defense is is legit. legit. This week, who they have this week? I think. I think next week. This week they they have a good matchup. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The yeah. Raver. No, the Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, there we go. No, I mean, look, I'm just talking about this week. Yeah, I'm sure majority of the players that I have on my hangover list are going to bounce back next week. If you have if you have Najee Harris, do not trade him. Anybody any name that we say right now, you're still going to start yeah, next don't, week. Yeah, don't don't It's fantasy football. I would I I wouldn't know what to do with James Robinson, honestly. Yeah, now if you him, have a replacement, if you have a starting caliber replacement like a RB2, maybe even a RB3. I would next week just to be sure. I would probably start them over James Robinson. And like this week, you might have had Matt Ryan and who's like another. Uh, you might have had like Matt Ryan and Jameis Winston, okay? Mm-hmm. And you were unsure what Jameis was gonna do. And Matt Ryan's going up against the Eagles, so he's supposed to air it out. Whenever he lays a, a shit pile, yeah, on your front door with seven points, like yep, then you're clearly gonna start Jameis from here on out till he upsets you. You know, I actually dropped Jameis Winston for Matt Ryan in one of my leagues. Well, go pick him back up. (laughs) Somebody's going to fucking pick him up. All right, on to receivers. I also want to talk about Derrick Henry. Okay. Because. How many points he had? He had 10.7 points, which is not Not terrible. terrible. But his expectation. He he caught caught three passes. Uh, He's on three. Three. Uh, three passes caught for four targets. So he's on pace but to that's break his, his, his all-time record. record. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> what was it? What was it like? Eighteen? Yeah, the yeah. most or twenty-two or nineteen or, or something. something. Yeah. yeah, it was in that range. <laughs> no, yeah, he he had seventeen rush attempts. So I don't understand I how f- he didn't get going. I want to fill out that new OC. He scares me. I don't understand. They just look terrible. Tennessee as a whole looked terrible. Which they is- looked very overrated. Tennessee looked terrible, which brings me into my receivers part. And my number one hangover is uh, Julio Jones. Mine too. Yeah. Following him is Russell Gage, his old teammate. And then lastly was the Devontae Adams. You draft Devontae Adams to be a 20-plus PPR point 
guy. I per think week. this week was just their f- fucking kink week. Like just it was, get it, it out. It was that. It was their kink week, and it also showed that you never start. Well, I'm not gonna tell you to sit Devontae Adams, yeah, no, but it no. just showed that. Lattimore will come in and shut down your number one receiver. He's done it to Mike Evans every year that he's been in the league. Russell Gage, we both whiffed on this one. He had two targets <laughs> with zero receptions. He, dude, he was so bad. And not, he probably didn't t- play horrible. Matt Ryan didn't. Matt Ryan, there's a picture, there's a meme going on. Matt Ryan's on the ground dead. And then. Atlanta. Julio Jones, you fumbled the bag on that one, my buddy. Yes, I did. That was your shot of the week. I did. I did. I, 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 but I said I, either Julio or fucking A.J. Brown. You can start either one. A.J. Brown had a better better game. What yeah, he had, he like 18, 18 points or something like he that? He scored a touchdown. He had a fairly good game. And, I mean, who the fuck knew mm-hmm. that Arizona's defense – is actually pretty mm-hmm. pretty yeah. decent. I also have Adams and Julio, and but I added Mike Evans. Yeah, but we we said it on the Thursday episode that Mike Evans was not gonna do. We no, took we his said, under. No, we said uh, we said Mike Evans and Antonio Brown was over, oh, and Curtis Godwin was was under. under. Oh yeah, we yeah. missed on that one. We, yeah, we we also missed on C.D. Lamb. Yeah, we said we didn't believe the hype. Well, guess what? I believe now. Actually, I still don't believe the hype because a lot of people are saying that Amari Cooper is wide receiver too. No, no, no. They said that before. Yeah, I'm just saying now. I'm telling you right now, Amari Amari Cooper's wide wide receiver receiver one. I 100% agree. But what I'm saying is, I at first I did not believe Ceedee Lamb would. I thought Ceedee Lamb was going to take a back seat. I think it was just because they present. Dak Prescott threw the ball 50, 50 something times. times. 50, so like 54. They got to go somewhere. Yeah. So, all right, tight ends, which I mean tight ends this week. I think I have two and Brayton has Yeah, I have two. Okay. I have two. So, the two I'm going to talk about is Robert Tunyon and Mike Gasecki. <laughs> Mike Gasecki in my league had two one targets. Well, in my league he had one point. That's because we have a defensive player, and Mike Gusecki got a tackle. <laughs> he had two targets with zero catches, and Rob Tunyon had four targets, two receptions for eight yards, which, Green Bay, like we just said, Green Bay just had a... You could literally put in the hangovers Aaron Rodgers. Well, it's my quarterbacks fit the description. Aaron Rodgers with the Green Bay Packers. Matt Ryan with Atlanta Falcons and Ryan Tannehill with the Tennessee Titans, you could put their whole team on their hangovers. Yeah. It was just all around bad game for the uh, for the Packers. Yeah. You can't say otherwise. <laughs> right? <laughs> they just looked horrible. I also have Mike Gesicki. Zero fucking catches. Hey, another one that really underperformed? Kyle Pitts. I, I, that was my second oh, one. Oh, okay. Go ahead. That then. was my second one. But... Mike Kosicki, he had the Patriots this year, this week, and next week doesn't get any easier. He also has the Bills. Oh, tight. Another uh, division rival. Good for it, him. It doesn't get it doesn't get easier. Maybe later on in the season, but for now, I'm staying away. But Kyle Pitts was my second one. 
and he was four on eight targets. He had which four is, catches, which is good though, because he underperformed, but you he still saw eight targets, which is a lot of volume for a tight end. A good sign is he lined up in the slot and yes. on the outside mm-hmm. a lot. They moved him around a lot. Yeah, so they just I, I feel like they just kind of feeling to work it where like. Plus they they need to know where he wants to feel him out and stuff. And, and they have a new OC. So, I mean, yeah. you, it's not going to be till like week four when it, once everybody starts to mesh. Yeah. Now for my favorite part. <laughs> the studs. I'm going to toot my horn here. Because I have been a Kyler Murray... Um, would I be called a bandwagon? What? I've been on his junk for the last two mm-hmm. years, okay? Mm-hmm. And guess what? The last two years... He's been making me want to stay on his junk. Mm-hmm. This week, Kyler Murray had 289 yards, four touchdowns. He threw an interception. He had 20 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. He put up 40.5 points. Stud. Video game light. Yeah, no. Did you see that play where, where he, he was had, running around in the yeah, back? Oh, yeah. Dude, Tennessee looks stupid. My next guy, Jabo Winston. Mm-hmm. Who was, if we could go back to last episode... One of my shots for the week. And you told me, man, Green Bay, they got a good defense this I was, year, man. I was wrong. They got a good defense. Now, Jameis Winston put up 39.6 points on 148 yards and five touchdowns. He also looked really good running the ball. He, Whenever that pocket collapsed, he tucked it and he had 37 rushing yards. Which, I mean, it's not amazing. He's not mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. But for Jameis Winston, 37 rushing yards, that's pretty good. And then uh, lastly, probably the MVP for this year is Matthew Stafford. Kyla Murray's the MVP. Matthew Stafford didn't have to do what. what but but Kyla Murray didn't have to do it yeah, either. Yeah, I understand Because they were up all game. Correct. But, dude, Matthew Stafford. He did look good. Chicago's defense is, is legit. I'm just so glad because I've been a Matthew Stafford fan because I was a, I was a Calvin Johnson fan. So I always watched him. But nobody else knew because, I mean, they just looked at it. They were like, oh, the Lions suck. So, yeah, obviously, I'm their just quarterback glad sucks. he has help now. Like, yeah. And he's on a national stage now. The Rams are crazy good this year so just could, because of Matthew Stafford. They could go undefeated. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> we already talked about this. Go ahead. Give me your three. Um, Jameis Winston, of mm-hmm. course, threw for five touchdowns. I was very impressed. And I was... <laughs> you put your foot very in the wrong. Was, you put your foot in the mat. I was very wrong. Uh, I also have Matthew Stafford. He threw for three touchdowns and two hundred thirty-one, uh, three hundred twenty-one yards, and he just looked perfect. Like he did everything right. He did. I think he had what, nearly five, everything. Five right. uh, incompletions. Yeah. My third one, I have Teddy Bridgewater, he, because. Nobody was expecting him no, he, to have a good game like that. How many points did he put up? Uh, 22.3, which I think his, Teddy his projected was about like 15, 14. Where, you, Teddy Bridgewater wasn't even getting drafted. Yeah. So, I mean, he's most likely on your waivers. Yeah. And I knew, I, I didn't think Kyler Murray was going to have a good game like that. But to Kyler Murray, is, he's top three in the league. Yes. Fantasy wise, for yeah, sure. Yeah, fantasy wise, and he proved why. I'm saying Teddy Bridgewater because I had a feeling that you were gonna put Kyler Murray, mm. but I picked Teddy Bridgewater because 
he's nobody drafted him. Right. Probably he's not even rostered. If I had to guess, he's rostered in less than fifty percent of the leagues. He is rostered in eleven percent of leagues. So he's and he's the, not even he wasn't even drafted. Doesn't I he promise get, you, he doesn't was he not get drafted. Jacksonville next? Yes, and then he has the Jets. Yeah, so definitely next, looking to him. <laughs> pick him up. I'm telling you. All right, give us your running backs. I have two of them. Well, I have four of them actually. Give us two. Okay. My first two are Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. I have them together. Okay, so that's weird because I have Nick Chubb and, and Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, yeah. So I have them both. So Jamal Jamal Williams had 25 points and DeAndre Swift had 24.4, which they split evenly in touches. I think. No, no, no. Nearly even. Swift okay, look, so Swift looked explosive as they, hell. They both had eight receptions in the passing game. Both of them. Swift had what ten targets, I believe, which is pretty good for a running back. But I and I think Jamal Murray. Uh, Jamal, Jamal Murray. Williams. Jamal, who's Jamal Murray? Oh, uh, the basketball player. Denver Nuggets. Yeah, Jamal Williams had I think 11, 11 targets on eight receptions. DeAndre Swift had ten targets on eight receptions. So like. They're using them like exactly even. And I think that they only use them evenly in week one because uh, Swift has been having that injury yeah. in practice and stuff. So I but feel I, like this. I still I still think both of them are going to be a two-headed monster. Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, they're going to be down. It was working. It they're going to be down every game, so they're going to throw it. So that's they're going to get their 10 targets a game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I have Melvin Gordon, who... How if many it points? Wasn't, I was about to say, how many points would he have if it wasn't? If for it that, wasn't uh, for the seventy, the seventy yard run, that'd be a thirteen point five. Uh, for, uh, how many points he had? It's he had twenty point eight points. So that's so minus would only seven, seven, minus six. Yeah. So he would only yeah, put up he, seven points. Yeah. But I mean, it happened. Yeah. It's not you like can't you can take, take it away, away. from yeah. him. Yeah. That's what I and and that's what I was gonna say. Like, he he had an average day, but like, you can't take that away from yeah. him. Yeah. If you'd have seen it, it it looked like a Chargers vintage fucking Melvin vintage Gordon. Melvin Gordon run. Where he got his name Flash from. Oh, yeah. It looked really good. I was watching it, and I was like, oh, he's going to house this. As he was going through through the line, like he was just like bouncing around. And then like he took, I was like, dude, I, like as I was watching that, I was like, oh, this is, this is who, this is, this, this is who, who I saw at the fucking, yeah, this, is, the, this is Chargers. why we signed him. Yeah. So, uh. All right, so my stud, obviously he's a stud, but I'm going with Christian McCaffrey. And the reason mm-hmm. I'm going with Christian McCaffrey is because he put up 27.7 fantasy points without a touchdown. He did that without a touchdown? He had 21 attempts with 98 yards, 9 catches on 9 targets, and 89 yards. He, he almost he, he almost, almost did 100, had 200. 100. He yeah. Almost, yeah, he almost went 100, 100. And he did all that. He cool. put up 27 points. With, that's why I'm putting him as a stud. Clearly, he's going to be a stud volume. every week. That's, yeah, that's huge. <laughs> and then next, I have a guy that I never really talked bad about, but I also didn't target him in any of my drafts this year, is Joe Mixon. Yeah. Joe Mixon looked really good. He was he had uh, 33 touches 
this week. He had 127 rushing yards, 23 reception yards, and a touchdown, which gave him 25 points this week. Which if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that this is this was rookie Joe Mixon. So yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. Um on to receivers now. Okay. I had Corey Davis, Debo Samuels, and Tyler Lockett. Nobody knew Debo was gonna do this. Also, where the hell was Brandon Ayuk? He they slid him down because of his uh Injury. They, yeah, it, they they wanted to kind of precautionary no, yeah. about it and they slid him down. I think he got in a couple couple plays, but it wasn't. Corey Davis, hell of a lot of volume. You love seeing seven targets for your number one receiver. Yeah. Five receptions, 97 yards, two TDs, 26 points. And Tyler Lockett, he didn't have a lot of volume, but DK was kind of hurt. But he, the volume that he had, he took full advantage of oh, it. Oh, yeah. He had four receptions, 100 yards, oh, and oh, two yeah. touchdowns. That's 26 oh, yeah. fantasy points. Oh, yeah. He looked good. My, I, I had a feeling you were going to put... Uh, Corey Davis. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't put him. I have Amari Cooper, Sterling Shepard, and and Christian Kirk. Oh, Christian Kirk looked good. See, Amari Cooper obviously he had he was in, he was the wide receiver one this week for a reason. He's their fucking number one. I don't care if you think oh, C.D. Lamb is he's the better. He's the better he ten, route he, runner. No, he's not. No. He's the better run after catch. No, no he's not. He Who's can the, make better contested catches. No, no he he's can. not. No, he can't. <laughs> there's no there's no possible way CeeDee Lamb is better than Amari Cooper. He's not more experienced. Respect. And that's what fucking that's what matters. Respect. Sterling Shepard, they were down majority of the of the game, but he went seven catches for nine targets and 113 yards and a touchdown which looks good because kenny galladay also didn't have a terrible day he no, put he, up double digit points if you if you don't watch that game dude kenny galladay was catching some hard balls oh, like that's all that's what he, he been, was he's been doing that his whole career he's a physical receiver and he like he was almost making ronald darby look like his bitch <laughs> um and then my third one is christian kirk See, the thing about Christian Kirk is that I feel like week to week it's going to be him and Rondell Moore, but this week was his week. He went five catches for five targets, and I think... uh, A touchdown, huh? Yeah. No, he had two touchdowns. He had a big play, right? Yeah, I think so. And his his low rate, his low target rate is... Worrisome. Yeah, but... I mean, he's definitely somebody you need to watch, for sure. How many tight ends do you have this week? Two. All right, go ahead. I have uh, Gronk as my first one. And TJ Hawkinson, who was my sit of the week. <laughs> Terrible. Dude, he he looked fucking fantastic. So I have him in parentheses right here. I have It says, to my surprise... <laughs> To my surprise, TJ Hawkinson played very well <laughs> and made his case to be the next best reliable tight end yeah, for whenever, a few years. Whenever to you're come. seeing 10 targets, I mean. Well, who the fuck else are they going to throw to? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, they they threw it to DeAndre Swift and, uh, and Williams. Jamal Williams. All right. what a, Not Jamal Williams, you idiot. Yes, it is Jamal Williams. 
Oh, Jamal Murray. Now <laughs> you're thinking of fucking Jamal Murray. All right. What about Gronk? Gronk had two touchdowns. He looked like his old self. 100% catch rate. Eight targets, eight catches. Yep. Uh, uh, 90 yards. I was about to say 190. That boy had 190 yards. All right. Uh, so 29 fantasy points. He, he led all tight ends. I had three tight ends, but I'm only going to talk about one because my first two were TJ Hawkinson and Gronk. Mm-hmm. And my last one, um, if y'all would follow us on Twitter, and if y'all would listen to our bull sipping episode, I believe it was, uh, after the Saints preseason game, whenever Adam Troutman got hurt, I told everybody, go put a waiver for Juan Johnson. Is it not Jawan Johnson? I think that it J- might be. I, th- I thought the J was silent. Either way, he's a TikTok star. J. Johnson. He's verified. Three targets. That ball verified. Three receptions. Two touchdowns. Yeah. He looked like Jameis Winston's favorite red zone target. They were calling him Baby Megatron. Yes. He made a hell of a grab on that. Yeah, he did. But yeah. Did you... Okay, so did you see Terry McLaurin's grab? Yeah, that was oh. crazy. Don't, don't know how he made it. Did you see Tyler... Okay. Tyler Lockett's over the shoulder like he was like All right, falling so- down. I'm going to give you five plays for this week. I want you to tell me the best catch of the week. Okay. We're going to go Tyler Lockett's over the shoulder. Okay. We're going to go D-Hop's back of the end zone. Uh, Juan, Zon- Juan Johnson's. Or Juan Johnson. Yeah, whichever know. you want. Yeah, whichever country you live yeah. in. Uh, we'll, we'll go with both his touchdown grabs were pretty well, crazy. We'll go with one the One the of them, fi- he was the like wide back. open. Yeah. yeah, the falling back. And he, like he was in the air. Yeah. He got hops. Hops. Yeah. That man got high. Uh, Chase Claypool had one where he on climbed the, the ladder. Where he's, yes. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, who would our last one be? McLaren. Yeah, Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. McLaren. McLaren. Because the core. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to – oof, this is tough. We're going to say, say McLaurin. Th- yep, okay. I'm going to say McLaurin. The, the, if you would have said anything else, I would have yeah, slapped you. because the fucking – The concentration that it took. And he was – he was like twisted, like the way, and he he In, was double teamed. It was crazy. It was just ridiculous. It, that was very ridiculous. That might be the the catch of the year, yes. maybe. As of now, did you see the uh, who's the tight end for uh, Houston? Uh, oh man, Aikens. It was the other one. He fucking grabbed it one hand. Good for him. Just Brandon Cooks had a nice ass catch too. That was We've been that was about Brandon a, Cooks. Huh? We've been talking about Brandon Cooks. Yeah, we have. All right. Uh, we'll go to our waivers. Waivers. These are the guys that you should be putting a waiver claim for. Yes. Number one, if you listen to any fantasy podcast or information from fantasy, anything this week, they're all going to be telling you the same thing. Put a waiver out for Elijah Mitchell. Yes. He is 9% rostered right now. Yes. He was 19 rushes for 104 yards and a touchdown. In his rookie debut. Yep. Mostert's out for eight weeks. If you don't know anything about him, I believe he ran a 4-3, 40 Yeah. Or, yeah. It was at it was at UL. Yeah. It was a yeah, four. Was, he he ran a lightning. It no, was it was a four two six. Yeah. Four two. It was fast. Yeah. He very fast. Blew every expectation. We yeah. need to get him on the podcast. Yeah, we do. Guess what? I tackled him in real life before. We never played Erath, so he had five touchdowns on us before that. All right, <laughs> probably ran for like so, three hundred yards in the yeah. first half. 
So if I had to guess, that was your number one. Yes. Okay, so my yes. number two, Sterling Shepard. 39% rostered. Yeah, that was my number two also. Really? Yes. Hey, let's see if we can go three for three. Okay. I'm going to call it. Number three, Tyrod Taylor. No. <laughs> he is close. He's owned, close. He's owned in 4% of leagues. Mine was Jameis Winston. How? 44, 44%. Yeah, so he's, he's on the upside, but you, I mean, most, so that means most leagues, he's, he's there. If I had to guess, if you're in a league outside of Louisiana, he is not on anybody's roster. Yeah. Nah, that definitely, definitely, I can agree with that. Who's your number four? <laughs> Mark Ingram. Okay. He had 26 rushes. See, and that's what I was wondering who's going to be their guy. Because yep. they have Philip Lindsay, David Johnson, Mark Ingram, and Rex Burkhead. Now, the only thing with Mark Ingram, he's not going to be the catching back. He's not. They have Philip Lindsay and David Johnson. But, who, but if you're rushing the ball 26 times, you're going to get at least four carries yeah. inside the 10 yeah. or 5. He had so. 85 yards and a touchdown. So he's he, he's only 20% rostered. So you, you might as well jump him into your lineup. Not in your lineup, but, but stash, stash him, him on your bench just in case. I mean, if Tyrod Tyra Taylor keeps it up, yeah. they're going to be up some games. And with the with everybody else, I mean, Philip Lindsay has an injury history, and so does David Johnson. Yes. So, uh, my number four is Rondell Moore. He's owned in twenty seven percent of leagues. I think, like Brayton said, it's going to be between Kirk or Moore. Mm-hmm. They drafted Moore for a reason. I think it's going to be more of it's going to be between Kirk. And AJ Green, and I, I also feel like Christian Kirk is touchdown dependent. Rondell Moore is he got With, open without without the touchdowns. He only has he had seventy yards, so mm-hmm. seven plus five. That's yeah. it's only twelve points. Mm-hmm. And another thing with um, Kyler Murray's scrambling ability, I think that if. He gets lost in the defense. He could really take the top off. Yeah. My fifth is Nelson Aguilar. Oh, hey, he had like, what, eight catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown or something? Five catches, seven targets, 72 yards, and a touchdown. I was close. <laughs> he played really good. Against Xavier and Howard, too, yes. at that. Yes, and that's what, I, that's what I was about to say. And that's against one of the best cornerbacks in the league. And my fifth and final waiver claim for this week is Juwan Johnson. <laughs> he is still only 11% rostered. Yeah. So this is the third time that I'm telling you, if you don't pick him up after this, well, you don't know what to tell you. Yep. Okay, so I have two more. Okay. Just, just to throw these Spit out. Spit them out. Just to throw these out. Tim Patrick. Who? Tim Patrick, wide receiver for the Broncos. Yep. Last year, he had, I think it was eight games that he had over 10 points. And that was without Cortland Sutton. Now, he has Jerry Judy with, like, for six to eight weeks. He's going to, he's not going to have him. He's going to be on the other side of, <clears throat> he's going to be on the other side of Cortland Sutton. Hamler's going to be on the slot. Who's your other one? KJ Osborne, Minnesota Vikings. Yes. He went seven catches for nine targets, I think. Yeah. 
Seven catches, nine targets, 76 yards. If he scores a touchdown, that's that, that's like almost 20 points. I understand the stat line, but Jay Jets was also clamped down that week, that game. So I think that had a little bit. I think well, Kirk started looking at him more, but my thing I do is like that the pickup. He, <clears throat> my thing is that he was without uh, Rudolph and Irv Smith now. Right. So like that opens up a lot more. I know they picked up, uh, who, who was it? Chris Herndon mm-hmm. from the Jets. They picked him up, but he he was non-existent. I got you. That's all uh, for today for our fantasy. I'm just gonna talk quickly about some uh the recap of our betting weekend. If y'all want to stick around and hear how we did, might get you to uh start listening to the betting portion. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do have to say. It's something I do. It, it helped me this week. It could help you and it could hurt you, but I like to look at lines early. So like on Tuesdays, I might take a few bets and then wait till Sunday and see. They'll usually move up or down. Sometimes you get burnt. You might get like a, a COVID guy, like a big Patrick Mahomes might go out and you had Kansas City minus seven. So yeah. in that situation, it can hurt you. So my college week, I went two and two. I hit my Coastal Carolina, my Rutgers one. And on my other two, I missed terribly. Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern was leading till halftime. And then... You mean Georgia A&M and... Uh, Georgia A&M State Tech? Yeah. And then Utah just got embarrassed. And then on the NFL side, I had Carolina minus five and a half. Lost because... Fuck that point five. Uh, Tennessee over 52 lost because Tennessee uh, just didn't show up, you know? San Francisco, seven and a half. Hit that was my max, and that is one of the ways that I'm telling you. So I took you, that early. You, yeah, if you got it late, you got it at nine. nine they closed at nine and a half, and which it they was covered. Yep. They covered with a two point conversion. Yep. And then Brayton, you went two and one in the NFL. Yes, I went two and one. I had Chiefs. Well, yeah, I had Chiefs versus the Browns over fifty four and a half. They scored sixty two. Way over. And I have in parentheses right here. I said, um, I expect this game to be over 60. Yep. So, even if it had went to 57, I would have took it. And then what about your max bet? <laughs> you, right, well, you're I'll, never going to let me have that. No, because in caps right here, I have under Brayton's bets, max <laughs> bet lost, bitch ass, don't doubt Jabbo. <laughs> Packers minus four and a half, and they take, looked Take shitty. that to the bank. Yeah, they look shitty. I also had Broncos minus two and a half, and that was fairly easy. Yeah, and you were worried about that one. You said that you wouldn't take it at three and a half. Well, that's because I didn't want to be so biased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know how the Broncos were going to play out. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Yeah. I don't like to be biased. Yeah, I understand. All right, well, that's the pod. Thanks for listening. You don't have to go home. But you can't stay here. Don't forget... Make sure to like, follow us on Twitter, and uh, download every episode that you listen to. really helps us out a lot. Yes, it does. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Whoop, that was good. Hold